Thank you for tuning in to Summary Judgment, where Austin personal injury attorneys Josh Fogelman and Aaron Von Flatern of FBF Law discuss the ins, outs, and in-betweens of personal injury cases. Hey, Margaret. Hey, Aaron. Who are you? Who are any of us, really? Exactly, and that's... (laughs) That's a great segue into our topic today, <laughs> branding. Branding is such a buzzword uh, in, in modern times, but it really comes down to identity. And so today's podcast is all about telling the story of the FEF identity, what it is and how we discovered it, how we found it and then grabbed onto it. So, Margaret. Yes person in charge of all things operational, staffing, marketing. Tell us about branding and FVF. Um, well, I think as much as identity is about deciding who you are, it's also deciding who you aren't. Ah. Um, and I... Um, I think you guys did a really good job um, from the beginning in establishing both who you wanted to be as practicing PI attorneys long before FVF law um, existed, but especially as you were forming the organization, um, determining how you wanted to practice law, the types of lawyers you wanted to be, and also what you didn't want in your practice. So maybe Josh, you can talk to us more about that. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when we, we've talked a lot about what our process of starting the law firm was like. So there's a whole, whole podcast on that. If any of our listeners are interested, but I'll fast forward to probably sometime in 2000 had to have been 2015. We started Mm -hmm. late 2014. We'd really taken this leap of faith that we were going to do this thing and that we sort of knew that we wanted to do it differently. And we had a long-term vision about what, generally speaking, we wanted to accomplish professionally and as an organization. But having no real background in building a business or marketing, I mean, Aaron and I were just lawyers, we knew that we had an opportunity at that time to really seize on the special thing that we knew we were in the process of creating. And we knew that we wanted to harness that and we knew that we wanted to make that a priority and to understand who we were uh, as an organization and who we wanted to be sort of in detail as an organization as we grew up and kind of to point back to something you've referenced in prior podcasts to create a foundation that we could always look back upon uh, to help us remember what our values are when presented with difficult situations or temptations that might lure us away from 
what we wanted to be and who we believed ourselves to be, uh, both as human beings and as an organization, even though we were a very small organization Mm -hmm. sort of at this time. And I remember speaking with Aaron about this. We were talking about our logo and talking about branding and talking about our website and talking about all of these different facets of the business and of the organization and knowing that we needed direction and not really (laughs) knowing if we could afford to hire someone to help give us that direction. And Aaron uh, ultimately, I mean, we agreed that we wanted to do it. You were involved Mm -hmm. in this decision-making as well, even though you weren't formally with the organization at that time. It was lurking. Lurking (laughs) in the background, in the shadows. Uh, and Aaron, you and Aaron, you know, brought someone to the forefront who could help guide us to that exercise. And I'm not sure that any of us, well, I'm not sure that either Aaron or myself knew exactly what that process was going to look like. Um, but we knew that it needed to happen. I want to tell the story different than that. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. So, uh, and this is to give you credit because there are two paths you can go by, right? As a law firm that wants to get out there. Uh, one is, marketing and the other is branding and they sound like the same thing but marketing is like how many trucks can you put your number on the side of how many billboards can you put out how many commercials can you make how many uh, impressions are you going to get how many eyeballs are going to be on you Um, branding is who you are you know and uh, wearing it internally and externally which I know sounds kind of buzzy but you know I, I, I didn't I learned this difference after it was you josh who said let's get a branding person and we were way too small and young of an organization to be and broke and and too too broke of an organization to be like instead of plastering our number everywhere let's bring in uh, a person whose job it is to help us figure out who we are it's a very interesting choice and it worked out great i think the person who came in um was vetted through Margaret and, and she's like become, um, I mean, she's a star in her area. Right. So she came in and MK co Mary Catherine painter. Yeah. Give her a shout out here. Uh, Mary Catherine painter came in and, you know, challenged us as to like, well, you guys, you have all these ideas about being different, but who are you, you know, and let's figure this out. Um, and she gave us some tools to help figure that out. You know, here are, um, what what are what are the ways what are the stories that you gravitate towards what are the other brands that you like that where you see them and you think you just have a good feeling about them um and why is that who is your ideal client you know which we had some misunderstandings about i think in the beginning um and that process of i don't know how many times we met with her and went through what i call corporate therapy uh helped us to sort of land on a vision of what we wanted our identity to be. Um, and from that flowed those core values that, that Margaret is always talking about. And I'm sure you'll have an opportunity to talk about them today. Are you talking about education, transparency, compassion, and advocacy? I am. Oh, that's I cool. am talking about those things. Uh, and in general, um, what now that I've sort of turned my attention to it and studied it a little bit, what I've found is that identity is this amazing motivator. Um, And I'll be real nerdy for a second and talk about, you know, a book I read, Atomic Habits, 
which kind of pointed out that um, if you want to motivate someone and you access identity, you'll get a lot farther. And that goes for yourself as well. So, you know, the idea is it's the point is not to become good at playing music. The point is to become a musician. The point is not to be good at reading, but to become a reader and, you know, not to become good at fitness, but to become an athlete. And so when you wake up in the morning and you ask yourself, you know, should I go to the gym or not? Instead of sitting there weighing the pros and cons of, well, if I go to the gym, I'm going to get like a good workout and burn some calories, you know, all that stuff you put aside and you just say, what would an athlete do? And the question answers itself. You get out of bed and you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So what would FVF do is kind of our question. And it does answer itself. If you want to be elevating the practice of personal injury law, if you want to be a different kind of personal injury lawyer yourself, what would that look like? You know, we don't struggle with our decisions. I think we walk the path and uh, credit to Margaret uh, for helping us to remember what that path is. Yeah. And I know I want to give you an opportunity to speak too, but something that's kind of important. <laughs> if you put yourself back in our shoes at that time, when we didn't know whether we were going to survive, we just didn't know what the future looked like for us. You're confronted with this question of, okay, well, we're about to really make an investment in ourselves and the decisions that we make today this isn't like, oh, we're going to do this now and then we'll come and maybe rebrand ourselves later if we don't. This is, mm -hmm. we're, who are we? What are we striving for? Mm -hmm. we're, we're having this corporate therapy, as you put it, which is very, very appropriate. We need to make the best of this opportunity now and we need to be true to ourselves. Um, but at that time, being sort of novices in that and knowing that we were going to be taking a risk in this investment, you know, I remember sort of thinking, it's like, okay, well, is the question like, who are we? Or is the question, who do we want our audience to think we are? Mm. And great point. And that, I mean, Going through the process of developing our brand was the best possible method, at least for me personally, to go through to answer that question, which is definitively, we need to brand ourselves as who we are, mm -hmm. not as who we think the people listening to us or encountering us or seeing our names on the internet want us to be mm -hmm. and you see that all the time with other i mean not to call out other firms but you do know when your intelligence is being sort of insulted mm -hmm. by you by someone who's sitting there telling you something that they believe you would want to hear if you were say injured and it it rings kind of hollow and i'm so glad that we went through that process and i'm so glad that we worked through that together because i think it was kind of through that process that you have to make a commitment to be true to yourself and true to the organization mm -hmm. and true to those values that really set the stage for how things were going to unfold in the coming years. Even if it meant failing, even if it meant staying true to yourselves and not choosing that alternative message 
meant that the organization would not ultimately succeed. Um, mm -hmm. That that was a huge lesson learned for me. Well, and so one of my questions was, you know, nine years into it, how is it that a organization of our relative size could have a brand that, um, at least I believe, is so, um, like, that we're still really tapped into, right? <clears throat> and I think you answered the question. It's easy to stay true to that brand when the core values, the, mis the mission and the purpose, um, the vision of the brand is true to yourself, right? Um, I mean, it's... It's, I wouldn't say it's easy, right? Because you do make choices that are difficult, but it feels right. You know what's right. You know what feels right, and you know what feels off-brand. And it's echoed back to us. You know, yes. we have, it's it's kind of turned into marketing in a way insofar as our clients have spoken these truths back to us in reviews, hundreds of reviews, you know, saying that this is what they wanted you know, they were uh, regular people in unfortunate circumstances, looking for guidance, looking for advocacy, um, needing a convenient and easy to use modern service. And we delivered on all of that. And, you know, with compassion, having that spoken back to you in reviews is really affirming to our identity and makes us feel great about our branding. Um, but it also kind of takes care of the marketing. You know, they're marketing for us in that way. And then the other thing that the way I see it coming back to us is from the attorney talent and the paralegal talent um, that we have, our whole team's talent level is extremely high. And I think that's in part because they're identifying with that brand. You know, we're, we're internally and externally saying the same thing. Uh, we believe it's important to do this differently. We believe it's important to elevate this practice. And that is, I think, especially motivating uh, for their team, and it's helping our retention, which is a, a virtuous cycle, of course. Yeah, we've never even contemplated rebranding. I think that's a testament to the work that Mary Catherine did, mm -hmm. really, to help us identify mm -hmm. what our values were and articulate them in a meaningful way. And it's interesting because... You know, rather than look back and say, well, this isn't working and maybe we should retool this. I mean, we're making adjustments to our marketing all the time, but to our branding, like, rather than think about, well, how do we change this or what do we need to modify? We just dig our heels in further <laughs> <I know> <laughs> on the yeah. values that we've committed to. Yeah. I, I What's really interesting now that you say that is that we went through, um, so Inside Baseball, we went through a process, I guess last year, maybe a year and a half ago, to make changes to some of our taglines. Messaging. To some of our messaging. So some of the more short and concise. When we can talk at nauseum about our organization um, and have 300 words, um, that's great. But most of the time, you know, you need five to 10 words to communicate a message. So we went through a process um, 
in the last year, year and a half with a different agency to work on messaging and specifically some of that more concise, punchy uh, messaging. And um, at the end of the day, we hated everything except for the things that we came up with ourselves because ultimately no one with, with the work, the foundational work that Mary Catherine helped us with, um, no one knows this brand better than we do. Nope. No one can communicate. And by we, I don't mean just the three person, three people sitting in this room. I mean, the team that we have amassed to um, be FVF Law. Um, FVF Law is not Aaron and Josh. It is, you know, the 30 people who work tirelessly every day to serve our, cl- our clients and each other. Um, and... So at the end of that exercise, we had a great worksheet of messaging um, that we that we we produced, right? Um, that were our words and um, the messaging that made sense to us as an organization. And I think that that's what is interesting in that is that you two are not branders, you're not marketers, um, but what you are experts in is. FEF law and what the organization stands for and what its purpose is and the mission that we have to be better. And we're not for our proud. community. We're not, we're not opposed to hearing no, not at all. Uh, ideas from other people about what the brand should be and all that. But the problem is at the end of the day, um, we have our hearts in it, you know, right. and it's like, if you're talking to someone who's paid to come up with some stuff, um, no matter how hard they try, it's hard for them to to actually stand in your shoes and feel what it's like to have the weight of a family's expectations where, you know, they're, they're losing money, they can't exercise, they can't work, they can't parent, and they need solutions, and the legal and medical complex in front of them, the insurance complex is um, really complicated and scary, Uh you know, to feel that and know how to get through it, get through it, and then have it charge you up. Um, th- that is like not an experience that the average person can access from the outside looking in. And so um, that's why I think when it comes to like telling the public or telling ourselves uh, what our messages are and who we are, uh, it kind of has to come from us. Yeah, I think uh, there's just nothing gimmicky about Mm-hmm. who we are. And I think that's a really hard thing uh, for a lot of marketers. Just, yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just so pervasive in this industry. Mm-hmm. It's hard to it's a lot of cleverness. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of cleverness, which is um, to their credit, they're creative. Sure. You know, but it also um, it just doesn't quite ring true for us. How do you guys feel um, that our brand has influenced are how we've built the team and the people that uh, have chosen to join the team. Yeah, I mean, values, values, values. Uh, I mean, we are a values-driven organization. Um, And so the brand is very much about um, embodying those values. And um, so when we bring people on board. They definitely have to be those types of individuals 
that um, just intrinsically understand and can demonstrate that they are natural um, advocates, that they are, um, to the extent that it is appropriate in the role that they're filling, that they are compassionate or empaths, um, you know, that they um, feel that education is important, you know, whether that's educating a potential new client that calls us that has a case that we, you know, can't take for whatever reason, but um, our intake team or our lawyer on call is going to take the time to educate the individual who's reached out to us about their rights or where they can, or, or tell them where they can get educated about their rights. Um, you know, and then, you know, fearless, um, fearless transparency, peerless advocacy. So, um, it's we, another clever thing a marketer <laughs> thought of. No, that was, that was you. That was mine. <laughs> and it's good. Um, it's fine. <laughs> um, but being, you know, again, you know, super transparent with um, both internally and externally um, with clients, with team members, you know, one of the ways we demonstrate um, transparency is there's a clause in our contract about, um, you know, if our values don't align, then it could be cause for termination, you know? Right. No jerks. Yeah. No hate, no, no hateful things, you know, and that's not to say that this is all warm and cuddly stuff. I mean, right. to be very, very clear, we preach kindness in the right way, which is 100%. who are you being kind to? You have to be kind to your client, you know, and in furthering their case, um, being kind to opposing counsel in a way that actually sets your client's case back no. is not allowed, right? No. So fierce advocacy is part of our yes. core values. And there is a way to do it with compassion, uh, to do it honorably and with dignity, um, you know, but also still be a great advocate. And that's, that's tricky. You know, I think part of um, my amazement at looking at our team is the fact that they are able to balance those interests so well. Well, and it goes back to transparency, right? Like there's not, there's no, we go straight at the other side. Right. right? We don't play games. We don't play games um, because it's not in our client's best interest for us to do that. It's not in the system's best interest right. for us to do that. In previous podcasts, we've talked about there's backlogs and there's log jams and there's issues there. And so, you know, we go right we go right at the other side hard to get the job done that we need to get done. Right. And there's no surprises. You know, we we don't you know, one of the things I've always said from the beginning is, you know, never surprise an insurance company if you really want them to get on your client's side. You don't want to show up at mediation with new information. You know, it's it's not a game of gotcha or hide the ball. It's like we're not even really negotiating with the insurance company. We're negotiating with the jury. The jury's going to give us the right answer. Mm -hmm. Is there an opportunity to get it done before we get there? Sure, but that's all it is, is an opportunity. And I think, you know, playing games and sort of getting wrapped up in the tit for tat with the adjuster as if the adjuster was the answer somehow. You know, it's like, oh, I'm dealing with a tough adjuster. It's like, who cares? 
you have the tri- you have the courthouse, you have a jury, you can get the right answer no matter what you have on the other side of the case. And so that is something that I would like to see all of our lawyers embrace and continue to embrace. And I want our new hires to understand that, that it's not really about playing games or trying to one-up the other side because the other side is really just a sounding board. We're eventually going to the jury. Yeah, and so our, uh, our values are not a suggestion. Right. No. They're a demand. Well, and the branding process that we went through helped to hone in on not what our values should be, because you guys already knew that, but it gave us a common language. Mm-hmm. So that good branding um, can provide an organization with, as we've said previously, guideposts, right? And a common language and um, understanding. We have definitions for what all of these values mean in our organization. And it has applicability inside and outside. How we deal with opposing counsel, how we deal with our colleagues, how we deal with our clients. Like There is a very clear understanding across the board on what these different things mean um, and how they are applied in our t- in our day-to-day practice. And that's the benefit of going through this process early, um, doing it right with somebody who is good at it and who can really listen to, um, in this case, we were the client, listen to the client and say, okay, what I hear you say is this is what's important. What if we call this X? And then let's define it as a group. And those have tweaked a little bit over the years as we've grown and we've needed to make the umbrella of audience larger um, on, you know, how that value impacts different folks that we interact with um, from a business and a community perspective. But, um, you know, the foundation that was established eight years ago now, seven years ago, eight years ago, is still, you know, that's the foundation that we're still working with. I know we only have a couple minutes left here, but I want to get each of your thoughts on uh, the FVF Falcon. I love her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love the fact that my son has all the stats on the Peregrine Falcon and always has had. It's, I think young children, when they learn about the fastest you know, land animal, um, they get pretty excited about the stats of that. So he, you know, I love the fact that he connects with it that way. Um, you know, Swift. We're a Swift organization, I hope. Also, when in pursuit. When in pursuit, <laughs> yeah. And uh, did we intend that um, it have a tie-in to our names? Because both of our names have some sort of tie-in to flying, right? Like, So that's kind of one of the cool things about it, right? When we, when we were choosing a logo, this was not like a one-and-done deal. That that was a long, oh, yeah. challenging the process. The first logo was terrible. It wasn't good. And then even beyond that, which we had sort of just created ourselves with, you know, like a one-off website, um, we went through round after round 
after round of Mary Catherine presenting us with different logo options. And we were just like, no, 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 no. And then they put the Falcon down one day and we were just like, that's the one. (laughs) There was like no question about it. And it just happened to be that, you know, my last name Fogelman is Birdman. And yeah. my last name is uh, Van Fletern. Von Fletern stands for like Van Fletteren. Basically means like fluttering. Yeah. So like a fluttering heart, if you will. Yeah. Or bird. I just think it was meant to be. Yeah. Um, and we love it dearly. And I want to put it on everything I own, <laughs> wear it proudly. And I love when I, you know, go to the soccer games and I'm still so proud of it. Uh, and love it and appreciate it so much. So I'm glad we landed on that. And I'm fortunate to have that. I remember oh. someone asking us why we changed from our prior logo. And uh, the answer was because people keep telling us it looks like Van Halen, the Corvette <laughs> symbol, yep. and Weezer. And I'm like, oh, I'm tired of that. So I welcome the Falcon. How long did it take you guys to notice her beak? <clears throat> Is it a her? I'm okay with that. I'm just curious. I mean, I feel like she's a her. Okay. Well. I never really thought about it. Uh, I think the beak. She's a beautiful lady. Fierce Pretty and lady. protective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like. Fierce and protective. I feel like it was pretty, pretty instant. You saw the beak? Because I got to be honest, I didn't notice the beak until like. How do you see a bird without a beak? A couple of years ago. It's kind of hidden. What? Do you see a beak? If I didn't see the beak, I, was, I would literally turn to the listener, guy like, what did you draw? I'm, I'm turning to Dave off camera and asking him if he also saw the beak. I did. <laughs> <laughs> listener, that's Dave. Dave, take over. Someday. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've exhausted our time here, but uh, I think, you know, branding has been a really important part of the development of this organization. It continues to be an important part of decisions that we make every single day. Um, Glad to have y'all here to talk about it. And y'all thanks for tuning in.